Righty guys, so back in the uh, driver's seat here, podcast time, and it is a little bit late, but as they say, better late than never. So, been a bit busy over the last week or so actually, which is a good problem to have, and unfortunately my uh, podcasting sometimes gets pushed to the bottom of the pile, but it is something that I really enjoy doing. Love being able to catch up with everyone and share some of my thoughts um, about all things to do with real estate, because that's what we do here on New Plymouth Real Estate Chat. So what are we having a look at today? Well, today I'm just going to go through some of my top tips for making your home look as good as possible when you are going to put it on the market. Now, this particular thing has come from uh, some things I've done to my own personal house, uh, not looking at putting my home on the market at the moment, but just wanting it looking as tip-top and uh, ship-shape as possible for the summer. In particular, we got our uh, deck professionally washed uh, by Washrite Taranaki, and I'd have to say, the results are absolutely outstanding. They do a fantastic job uh, with it and got me thinking after it was finished for a really inexpensive uh, way of getting your house looking perfect, doing an outside house wash deck clean. It was hard to say house wash, house wash and deck clean can make a massive difference to your property. Often getting uh, you higher prices than you ever realise because people want to come into a home, be able to move straight into it and having it looking as perfect as possible or as close to how it looked on the day that it was built. So today, sit back, relax. I'm going to take you through some of my top tips to make sure your home is looking absolutely perfect. Righty-ho, you decide to sell your home. You've uh, picked for yourself a real estate salesperson that you feel comfortable with. You're getting it prepped up. You're getting it ready to go. You're getting it ready for people to have a look through your house. Now, it does need to be looking as best as it possibly can. That is a really, really important part of the selling process. Much like uh, if you go and buy for yourself, say, a car, used car from a car dealer's, uh, you don't walk in there and see cars that are in exactly the same state that they were traded in as. Uh, they're not all just sitting around with uh, dirty bodywork, uh, unvacuumed on the inside, uh, unpolished. They're looking as perfect as they possibly can for a secondhand car. And it's an important thing. If you did go to a car sales yard and you wandered in there, it's just a whole bunch of uh, basically wrecks sitting around, you'd be quickly back into your, uh, into your car and heading off to the next one. Now, your home is exactly the same. You're always competing. You're going to be competing for buyers coming in the door. You're going to be competing for marketing space. All of these type of things are happening all of the time. And you need to make sure that your home stands out above the rest, uh, not only for its photographs when it's uh, online, but also for how it presents when people get into your home. So here's some of the things that I really recommend that you do, probably, to be honest, before you even have the photographer come through, so that your home is looking amazing in the photos and even more amazing when someone comes through it in real life. First little tip, depersonalize your home. Pack away things like personal photographs, family heirlooms, all that type of thing, even though it does make your home look really homely and is maybe something that makes your home what it is, you've got to remember that buyers are wanting to come into your home and they are wanting to imagine themselves living in there. You want them to be able to walk out that door and go, I can see myself in this house. I can see where my furniture fits. I can see where my artwork fits. I can see where all the family things are going to go. You don't want them to having to be imagining in their heads uh, what 
you've got up on the wall and maybe think to themselves, oh, I wouldn't do it that way or I don't like how that looks, that type of thing. Anything that's personal to you, try and depersonalize it as much as possible. Next one up, clean the house. Now, cleaning the house doesn't mean that you just go and get the vacuum out and give it a quick whip around. You need to get into every single corner. You need to pull out the furniture. Uh, you need to be getting all of the top corners, get all those cobwebs that maybe you don't notice because you're kind of used to them. And sometimes having spiders in the house is good because they catch the flies and the mozzies. Get all those out of the way. Scrub around the taps in the kitchen. Scrub around the taps in the bathroom. Clean all of the windows inside and out. Give the impression that your house is very well cared for and that you have loved living in there. Make your house look absolutely amazing. Make people go in there and think, geez, the people that live here absolutely love it. They've looked after it. I'm going to come in here and do the exact same thing. Lighten your place up. Give the impression of space. And we've talked about this before. We had Amber from Four Corners on, the photography uh, professional photographer. She talked about this type of thing as well. Give the impression of space. Give the impression of brightness. Okay, uh, your real estate salesperson will probably do this for you, but you can do that as well if it helps them out a bit. But do have lights on during the open homes. It doesn't give the impression that your home is usually dark. Even if it's a super sunny day, it's a good idea to have those lights on. Give that feeling that there is a lot of space and a lot of light in your house and it's a fantastic place to be. Make sure all of your curtains are open. If you do have net curtains uh, for privacy, it's often a good idea for open homes and for photos to maybe take those down altogether or ensure that they are pulled across. People want to see the light coming into the house. They want to see where it sits, where it is at certain times of the day, and you need to be able to provide that for them. Next one, this is a biggie declutter your home okay the less you have in it the more appealing it is to a potential buyer okay now all of us in our homes are probably that I live in myself would be an example of this uh, we have probably what would be considered a fairly fairly busy house we've got a big um, selection of artwork around the place we've also got toys kids for Af uh, toys <laughs> toys kids kids toys uh, very sorry there, kids' toys for Africa. They're absolutely everywhere. It makes our house feel like a home. It's how we like to have things. We love our family. We love our kids having their things, and we love having artwork up on the wall. But make sure that you declutter as much as you possibly can. Uh, so that even goes down to things such as furniture as well. Uh, it is a big job. But it gives you a head start. You're selling your home. You know it's going to sell. You've done everything else right. You may as well get started on some of the packing because you're going to have to do it at some stage anyway. So put all of those things away if you can into the garage. Even better if you can uh, afford to get for yourself a storage uh, shed or something of similar that you can store stuff in short term. That would be really good. Clean off the kitchen benches. So all of those things that you have out. Uh, that are really handy for you, make sure all of those things are cleaned off. Okay, So if you do have a, a, a huge array of products on your kitchen bench, tuck them away if you can, and put all of your essential daily use things into a little bit of a box that you can store into a cupboard uh, when you have an open home or someone coming through. So it is a a little bit of an inconvenience to your normal life, but little changes like that are going to make a really big deal. Yes, you're going to have to go into the cupboard and pull out the box and get the stuff out that you need to use, uh, but it is going to make a big difference when someone comes through your house. So things in the bathroom that you have out and about, tuck those away. Declutter as much as possible. Make your home look maybe sparse to you because you're used to being in there, but that is going to make a big difference for someone coming in. Now, when we talk about 
even clearing away furniture. Don't get rid of absolutely everything because you do need to give the impression of the home being lived in and you do need to um, allow people to be able to picture and get a feel for the space. Often a room looks a little bit bigger when it's got furniture in it versus when it's got absolutely nothing in it at all. Think really carefully about your street appeal of your house. Uh, so that front entrance where people will be making a bit of a decision about whether or not to come into the open home or to actually ring up the real estate salesperson in the first place. You will have a sign outside your house if you've got it on the market. So make sure the area around that sign is really uh, tidy, clean and well kept. Do the weeding in the garden. Make sure to sweep that area. Ensure that the lawns have been done regularly, probably at least once a week while you've got your home on the market. Maybe even look at getting things like flowering plants or some type of pot plant that you can put at your front door or around the uh, entrance to the home to make it look inviting to people that are coming up. Next one up, it does cost a little bit of money, but it is important again. Often when you're selling your home, very small investments can lead to very high returns. Uh, so do little things around your house that haven't bothered you too much. You've noticed that they're there, but you've thought, oh, well, we can live with that type of thing. So little things like finishing off the last coat of painting around the skirting boards or up on the uh, scotias, that type of thing. Get that done. Fix any small holes that are around the place. So maybe you've had uh, some big piece of artwork or a fixed shelving that you have removed at some stage. You've taken it down. Maybe at the time you thought, oh, mate, should I plaster up those holes? You haven't done it. Do that before someone comes through your home. Do that before the photos are taken. Uh, all of these things can make a really, really big difference. Also have a look at things that have been a minor inconvenience to you, uh, such as maybe a dripping tap or something that's leaking ever so slightly that maybe you've had a container sitting underneath just to catch the water and you're tipping it out every now and then. Get that fixed. Spend the money. As I say, it may be that you are having to put a little bit of money into your home and that may be hard to do because you think, well, we're moving out of here. But those little things, maybe $500 to $1,500 spent on that type of thing, could net you big returns uh, when people come to putting offers on your property. Uh, have a think about rearranging your cupboards. Have a think about rearranging kitchen cabinets. I can guarantee you 100% that people will come through your home and open up your cupboards and your cabinet doors. It's just part of it. They're not snooping. They're not getting in there to have a look at what kind of clothes or what type of things that you have. They are just wanting to see what the space is like. So if you can organize it, and uh, you can organize things that are in it. It'll give that impression to the buyer that there is a lot of storage space, that it can be used really well, and again, shows that you take good care of your home, that you put emphasis on organization, emphasis on tidiness, clean out all those cupboards as well, give the cupboards a vacuum on the inside, wipe out the kitchen cupboards. You're going to have to do that anyway when your home settles and the new person takes over on settlement day, so you may as well get a little bit of a heads up on that. And that, guys, are my top tips. Uh, I probably could go on and on and on for ages about different things that you can do. But at the end of the day, I do believe that the few things that we've just gone over now are going to make a huge difference when it comes to marketing your home, regardless of the price point. 
Okay, so all these things apply. Even if your home does need just a little bit of work on the outside, or maybe it's a little bit dated and you're aware of that, uh, the things that I've just talked about can be done to any home and make a massive difference to that particular property. So have a really good think about those. And obviously, if you want to know a little bit more about it, I'm more than happy to help, more than happy to come around and give you an idea of what I think at your home needs to be done in order to have it prepared and ready to go on the market. It is a good time to get your house up on the market at the moment. Home selling summer home sell at this time of the year because people have had their January they've decided their direction for the year and some people will be thinking about buying for themselves that bigger house or downsizing to that smaller house it's a good time the buyers are there the prices are there it's maybe worth having a little bit of a think about Alrighty guys, thank you once again for uh, tuning into the podcast and I hope you've got a little bit of value out of what I've shared with you today. Uh, last thing I wanted to finish off with, we did have a little bit of a quiz two weeks ago uh, to see if anyone could uh, tell me what a LIM report or what the letters LIM stand for. Uh, the correct answer for that was Land Information Memorandum. Didn't actually get any correct answers for that particular one, uh, but Hopefully you had a little bit of a think about it, and uh, if you were trying to find out anything about it, hopefully you learned a little bit about a limb report as well. So a little bit of a uh, question for you today is, uh, can you tell me what the acronym OIA stands for? Uh, it is in relation, in relation to purchasing property in New Zealand. Uh, so the OIA, what does that particular one uh, stand for? And if you'd like to have a go at answering that question, all you need to do is jump onto my uh, Instagram page, Ryan McFadgen, Tall Poppy MP, uh, and send me a direct message with your answer to what you think OIA stands for. Uh, and if you get it right, there's a uh, free coffee for you from uh, your favourite cafe here in New Plymouth. So hopefully I hear from a few of you uh, and you guys will make sure you have a fantastic week. I want to make a promise right now that I'll be back again next week with another podcast and uh, the goal next week is to have an interview for you uh, to give you a little bit something different so you don't have to listen to my voice all the time. Uh, look forward to bringing that to you. Thank you so much for tuning in each time I put these out and we'll talk to you again soon.